Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Tonight, our post-Comic-Con recap, Aquaman, Glass, Shazam, Wonder Woman, which trailer had you buzzing the most, which panel stole the show, which celeb left you breathless, and hear my firsthand account of the show, including Closing the Bar with uh, Alex Panuvik. Panuvijic. Oh, I'm never getting his name. From Van Helsing. It's not really that impressive. No, it's not. Closing a bar. Plus, James <laughs> Gunn firing. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3. As always, I am your host, Michael Dolce, joined by Mr. Hassan Godwin. How's it going, Mr.? Who, who, whom is? What do you mean, whom is? Is that I said? Did I say whom is? Eh, what are you going to do? What's that? Oh, the Lord of the Lord of the Lord of the Radio. What? Yeah, yeah. That's important. <laughs> says you. Says you. Yes. Who else is going to speak for me if I don't speak for me? Ah, it's a very good question. All right. It's a very so, good Lord of the Radio, get it right. So, it's coming in years. from <laughs> <laughs> It's coming in from San Diego Comic-Con. It's been uh, a heck of a trip. Boy, are my arms for you, tired. For you. I, I guess I, I don't know. Go. I didn't get to go. It, you know what? It was. There. There's not enough petty cash in the company coffers so that I could fly out. No, there's there's clearly not, and <laughs> in no way, shape, or form would I ever fund. No, that. yeah, I I know. Remember, I know. we lose money every time we're on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people are asking me, like, okay, what was San Diego like? What was the, what was the yeah, con go like? Ahead, uh, go, I'll go, give you, go into it. I'll give you a quick, quick, quick first. Hand. Right, let me let me. Can I give you my impressions of what I think it was like? Sure. And then you tell me if I was right. Okay. There's a lot of people. And there was a very little moving space, and they were all geeks, and uh, a lot of Nick Beards, and um, there was some merchandise, and there were some, there was some purpose. There was always, off in the distance, a kind of buzz that something was going on, but it was never exactly happening exactly where you were, and in, in, the, in order to get to wherever the buzz was, you'd have to wade through a mountain of people in order to do so, so you just rather not do it, and then no, you took care of your own. No, 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 oh. no, no. Because, you know, so, here's the funny thing about it, right? That experience there is unique a to me. Bunch of, <laughs> the difference this year with the show, um, in general, was the fact that it was spread out now. I mean, seriously right, you're spread saying out. it's in a, in a whole seriously bunch of different buildings spread now. out. Like, um, you know, I'm showing some photos that I took of the Van Helsing panel, which our friend Bevan from Adultish actually moderated. She moderated in front of 3,200 people, which was pretty incre- incredible. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Had she known she moderated in front of those many people, she probably would have been... She probably would have backed out. She probably would have been a little more frightened at that, but that's okay. Um, but no, the show itself was just... It, it, it used to be kind of like what New York Comic Con is, uh, where it's just... it's. A madhouse, and it was a madhouse, it's a except madhouse. It, except it kind of wasn't anymore. Um, they did a lottery system now. Okay. They have a lottery system of when you can get your ticket, when you can go, and all this other stuff. So lines were a little bit different. Um, the Hilton hosted panels. The Marriott hosted panels. It used to be that companies used to rent out floor space around the convention center because they couldn't get into the convention center. Right. Now they're like, well, F this. This is way better. Yeah. Because it's always own, sunny. your own place. Yeah, it's yeah. always sunny. The Jack Reacher was an entire block. The Jack Reacher experience. I'm going to call it the experience because they had like a literally... They had a Jack Reacher experience exhibit yeah. that was going on there. Is yeah. there another movie coming out? It's the series on Amazon starring uh, John Crickfalse... No, not John Crickfalse. John Krasinski. Oh really? Um, so there's a television series. Yeah, on Amazon streaming. They had a they had a an actual I didn't know that. <laughs> set pe- set piece built with a helicopter crash into a side of a building. Like Really? Not crash, but like landed on the side. It was like a destroyed, you know. So it was I guess those Tom Cruise movies are over. And if they're Yes. The Tom Cruise movies, not so much. The T V show uh, all about. Yeah. I like the Tom Cruise movies. So okay. But Jack Reach is good. I I actually read the Jack Reacher books. Yeah, so. no, no. So this so is they they, they blew it out. Like they absolutely blew it out. Um, That's nice. And it was everywhere, though. I mean, the the good place you could walk through the good place, the NBC show. You could. It was like an amusement park. Okay. That's exactly what it was. Now well, I mean, it's like Disneyland. In fact, the hardest time to walk was not the show floor anymore. Uh, the hardest place to walk was the Omni and the Hilton across the street. Um, because and on where the gas lamp district kind of meets on mm-hmm. fifth, that was the hardest part. Everything else was like was kind of like a breeze actually, and it was a little weird. At Thursday, you could walk around near Comic Con. You know, you can't walk around near Comic Con. Well, there's nothing to do. 
I mean, there's nowhere to go. No, except it, for right. You have to be Jacob Javits. Which, as an exhibitor, I kind of got to be honest. I kind of prefer that. Like, I would prefer. Like, if I'm an exhibitor, I'm kind of like in one place. I'm kind of like, what's up with this? Like, why? Well, you know what? You gotta you gotta also say, and I know this is about San Diego, so it's not about Jacob Javits. But the, ever since they put the seven train together, yeah, 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 it's been it's been awesome. You know, like okay. it's it's been an awesome thing to be able to do. Sure. Now. To get there, because I mean, one of the logistics of the the, the Jacob Javits is like getting there, especially if you uh, if you want to take public transportation, if mm-hmm. you don't want to drive, um, getting there, getting away from there. Yeah. Um, they have food there. They have stuff there that you can. So I mean, you can if you want to eat badly. Yeah. You can eat on the premises. You can make a full day of it. Yeah. So that's it's it's kind of self contained in that manner. But it, the biggest problem with it was getting there and getting away from there. Sure. And they solved that problem. Yeah. I mean, they solved yeah, it yeah, like yeah, gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. So that makes it that 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 makes the only real bad thing about NYCC and, 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 you being know, able to move around in that building. Here's the th- thing, too, right? I mean, the construction's going to go away for NYCC, and we'll do our big NYCC show and go yeah. over that. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm, but I'm, there's, I just but there's something about going to something that is so crazy that's actually a good thing. Like. No, it there, is there's nice. a I feeling mean, like you are part of something. I know for for many years. If you're into that, many years. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. But there, for many years, you know, you really felt like. I mean, you're walking down uh, the exhibitor hall, and like all the booths have two floors. And on the second floor is like, oh, there's the cast of Big Bang up there. Oh, there's the cast of uh, of this movie up there. Oh, there's this movie up there. Like, that's crazy. And, you know, right. kind of nestled in between. You had your comic book artists, too, but they got a huge flow of traffic. Dude, at one point, and this is on a Saturday. I'm literally just watching Mark Silvestri sketch a Batman sketch at the Top Cow booth. Um, my buddy Tyler Kirkham and his wife are there, and we're just hanging out. I mean, we're literally just hanging out, and there's, I mean, there's nobody around. Because you could walk. I mean, if you got deeper into the convention center, you could walk around. This is five years ago, three years ago even. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. So right. it was, it was, uh, that was a little strange. I okay. would say it was a little strange. Well, that's kind of a good thing and a bad thing, right? Right. Well, Whatever, it's, whatever's good it's for the good fans. It's good for the fan experience. I agree. Whatever's good for the fan is always bad for the for the retailer. I agree. I know? agree. But it definitely it, it definitely goes to show. The other thing, which we will get into, especially today, um, DC, I think, definitely stole the show. And I don't think I don't think there's any any doubt. Oh, so we're jumping right to that. Any yeah. doubt? Well, I mean, absolutely, because it's part of the Comic Con and it's part of the aftermath. I'll give my closing the bar story, which was which was hilarious in and of itself. But I'll, I'll give that so. in a little bit. Well, I yeah, thought it was. You insist. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. I thought it was actually very. All right, as long as there's that caveat. Yeah. You, no, you know, I, it's not I had hilarious. It. It's something you think is hilarious. Yeah. That's completely different. No, I definitely did. Oh. I, I thought DC. I thought DC kind of stole the show a little bit um, because Marvel basically wasn't even there. Marvel, Marvel basically has D23 now. Um, you know, I, Tom Hutchinson, which we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through some, some feedback right. we've got. He's like, well, what does Marvel have to prove at this point? They've already had four movies out this year. They don't need another one. True. Um, but Comic-Con's not about the movies that are coming out this year. I mean, Aquaman, notwithstanding yeah, Aquaman's on Christmas, it's all about what's coming up. The problem is everyone's waiting for Avengers. I agree. Four. Right? I agree. So... I agree. They don't even have Some to. folks are also really, really looking forward to Captain Marvel. Um, I'm looking forward to it just from a, from a you know, the next chapter just kind of element. Just to, just, to, just I'm just interested to see what it's like. It's the same as uh, Infinity War for me. I, was, I just want to see how they do this. Right. And that's, you know, once I figured out how they were going to do it, it was, I still was able to enjoy it and I, I settled yeah. in. Yeah. But the real intrigue for me, the thing that got me to there, it was just to see... Okay, how are you guys going to do this? You know, how are you going to do the Infinity right. Gauntlet in the movie? Right. Um, so the same with Captain Captain Marvel. It's like, okay, what's this going to be about? Why is everybody making a big deal out of it? You know, um, what's going to be super special about it? You know, and so, and I know it's supposed to take place in the 90s, right? It's sure. To, yeah. So that's, you know, that'll be another thing uh, that'll make it interesting because it's technically a period piece. Sure. But, I mean, they, they don't really have to announce that. I mean, DC... Kinda has to announce the rebirth of uh, the DCNU. I agree. Is, which is now, or well, the DCEU, excuse me, and now it's uh, called something else, right? It's DC Worlds. Yeah, right? DC Universe. I DC, think. No, I thought it was DC Worlds. Is it? So I don't know. There's still a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so they had two trailers, right? They had, um, they had Aquaman and Shazam. They, Aquaman and they Shazam. also had Gail Gadot come on and show oh, that's, that's some Wonder cool. Woman too, which How which is not. Um, I I mean, the, the the buzz leaving that convention was three trailers. Uh, it was the Shazam trailer, which everyone loved. It was the Aquaman trailer, which everyone was surprised they loved. And then it was the Glass trailer, 
um, which yeah. you know we'll get into that story a little right. bit a little bit later as to what that is. I mean, I know Sam, right. our producer, is like, oh, I'm not sure what that is. I'm like, did you see Unbreakable? Yeah, loved it. Great. She she split. He didn't see split, but hmm. people have seen split. Uh, this is part three of that trilogy, which you didn't know it was the it was the deceptive yeah. trilogy. It's part three of the forced trilogy. No, not forced. It's kind of forced. No, it was kind of cool. That was it was forced. Did you, you, you after split? After split, it became a trilogy. Yeah. But since Unbreakable, it wasn't a trilogy. No, of course not. So of that's course not. Kind of forced. Split was the no. Split was the a little forced. You don't. You, why would you say forced? Because it's forced. Did you? All right. Did you need? Because you can't. Okay. If you just if you define it as the sequel, the split is a sequel to Unbreakable, and Glass is a sequel to Split. I'll buy that. But if you call it a trilogy, like it was a, like it was, hmm. like it was a plan, like there was a mythology behind it and a, and a grand scheme. Nah, it was more like a shared a, universe a model. It was yeah. actually done better than yeah. DC did their shared universe. Right. Well, that wouldn't. That doesn't. That wouldn't be hard. No, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying that wouldn't be difficult. No. All right. Okay. No. So, so those are three, those are the three big. Those ones. Those are the three trailers. Now that being said. The biggest news out of the out of the show, I think, was was right off the bat on Thursday. Clone Wars is back. Thank you. No, that was Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're all so happy. We're, we're very thrilled. We've all been vindicated. All the prequel lovers are vindicated. Again. It was the James Gunn. It was a wonderful. I don't know what Capsizing. you're talking about. Who's 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 that? Who's James it was Gunn? it was the James Gunn. Does he have anything to do with the prequels? Firing <laughs> that that people were really talking about, and I don't know. Uh, well, and with good reason. My people were talking about the Clone Wars coming back. Thank you. So for anybody who doesn't know at this point, uh, James Gunn, in tweets from nearly a decade ago, uh, he made lewd comments about rape and pedophilia. Horrible, uh, one horrible of the, comments. One of the comments was, uh, I like it when little boys touch me in my special place. Now you just said it. I did. I did. I'm not going to repeat fired? any of those. Did I get I'm fired? I'm firing you right now. Done. Sam. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, though, Take right? Take the second chair. <laughs> here's the thing, though. And so, anyway, Take I'll the get wheel. into it. He has since apologized for the post and said they did not represent who he is now. I just want to give people a clear understanding of what he said because mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's important to yeah, know okay. the context of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Disney's decision then was to fire Gunn from the third installment of Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Guardians of the Galaxy three is now looking for a director, mm-hmm. um, which infuriated a number of people in the business, including the stars of the superhero films, mm-hmm. who all rose to his defense very, very quickly. Character. Um, and character is very important. Character is very important. Yeah, 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 and context is important too. Here's here's my take, and then when we come back from commercial, so I want I want to get a little more take. of a showing that the Chris Hardwick uh, phenomenon absolutely where he didn't well, really get too many people stepping up I, for him. is 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 the Chris Hardwick a uh, 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 the right kind of comparison? What I'm talking about is just like basically all of these are PR stunts, right? Yeah. Every time you every time you boot someone, it's a PR stunt, mm-hmm. right? So if you're gonna have the public relations, basically, you want to get the public to stand up for you, yeah, uh, in order to, to counterbalance a public relations nightmare. And so Chris Hardwick didn't have anyone, yeah. Uh, uh, John uh, James Gunn did, yeah, because he had better character, right? In spite of the horrendous, right. Uh, antics that he pulled. So, one of the th- first things that came to mind was the Roseanne Barr um, incident that happened. See, to me, that's a comparable offense. I don't see why. I don't see why it's more so or less so. No, it's okay. a, it's equal. It's an equal. It's an, Not really. It's an equivalent. It's an equivalent instance that can happen where if you are on one side of the aisle, the political aisle, you can sit there and say justice was done because this is, at least everyone's being treated fairly. If you use social media in a way that people find abhorrent or wrong or bad, you pay the price for it. So in that in that regard, I agree that I agree it's corollary, but I don't think it's any more so or less so than Chris Hardwick is what I'm saying. But yeah, I just I think the Chris Hardwick thing is is not using social media. I guess that's my point. There's plenty of social media incidents in that, though. I mean, the way it was it was it was a social media trial that that got yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. In that regard, I 100 percent agree with you. Um, This is why I'm actually going to say it's a little different, though. Roseanne Barr and uh, James Gunn when Mm -hmm. we come back. I'm looking at you, and I couldn't tell you if you're 24 or 38. How old are you? 38. How old is she, Sam? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I, I keep in good shape. How old do you think Assad is? <laughs> 71. <laughs> I'm at the age where the only time I want it twice is before I had it once. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire.
welcome back okay. to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. Right now, we're talking Aftermath, San Diego Comic-Con, and most especially, we're talking about the James Gunn firing from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, You're about to uh, but basically between uh, Well, yeah, Roseanne. so with Roseanne Barr, she ended up tweeting something, and it was, it was an abhorrent racist tweet. Um, that ended up getting her entire show canceled, right? And right. and so, with this, it's actually it's funny. It was a conservative newspaper that had dug these things up mm-hmm. from two thousand eight, two thousand nine, which is a long, long time ago when Twitter first existed, and there were some bad things that were said. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm going to defend James Gunn, right? And and over Roseanne. Roseanne, at this point, no one should not know what Twitter is. The, the word media is in social media. You are part of the media. When you are putting stuff out there, you're part of the media. So you are right. officially, when you tweet things, you're not tweeting your opinion unless, I mean, I guess in a, in a way there's op-ed columns, but you would never get up in a room full of a thousand people, 10,000 people, a million people, and be like, blah, 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 racist. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, bad. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 pedophilia. You know, you, you wouldn't. Well, I would, but. <laughs> Actually, that's a sold-out gig, isn't <laughs> yeah. it, right? Yeah, I, I have know, a t-shirt that says that. I mean, the only people that might do that are comedians, and even they're afraid to do that these days because yeah, of mostly. because of everything that's yeah. happening. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So, in the there. one defense, and I'm actually going to borrow something from you, Steele, uh, is the fact that social media in 2008, 2009. I mean, we're living in the AIM generation at that point. AOL Instant Messenger for all those out there. So, Sumo our inter- intern is like, "What the heck is AIM? I, know, I have no I idea what that even is." He had like an aneurysm. Just yeah, now. he's like, like "What, what is going he's, on?" He's on his computer looking it up. Yeah, AIM. You used to post your emotions. You used to post your. I never did. Uh, you, well, I mean, people did. You know how. You know how AOL. I never trusted messages. it. I never trusted it from the start. Yeah, but I'll that's because you're paranoid honestly. by nature. Yes, there's, there's a huge yes. difference. And there. I'm very proud of myself for being paranoid, because I went through all my tweets after this happened. <laughs> But that's what I was going to say. And I have like maybe one questionable tweet. And I'm it's not super really lazy, but tweet. I feel like I should go through my tweets too because I'm should. sure I liked something. I bet you should. Or I'm sure I commented on something that I thought just was funny. Just erase your whole account right now. I, I Just erase it. <laughs> I know, I know. But what's all 20 people that follow me going to do? Doesn't matter. I know, it's terrible. Like you could blow up tomorrow and it's all I over. Know. It's too late. That's what it comes down to for me. I feel like in this particular case... Uh, look, I think the penalty was equivalent of what the penalty is if you're not... On that side of the aisle, so I'm okay with that in that sense. At least it's at least it's fair. It, okay, it's an unfair, fair. Look, people were penalty. getting fired a long time ago, though. right? I mean, people were. What was that woman who was a PR person who said some some heinous stuff about Africa and AIDS? Yes. And then by the time she and then she went on a trip, and then by the time she landed, she was she, fired. She had no job, right? No, yeah, no. she had no job, and it became a joke of when will her plane land? Yeah. Like it was a hashtag when more the plane land so she could find out that, yeah. you know, because she's in a she's in a media blackout because she's on a flight. Right. So um, it told me years ago that Twitter, as well as Facebook, mm-hmm. is a public statement. Yeah. No matter what it is. So I just decided, well, you know what? I like these things. I like to keep my, my, my page active. Yeah. So that people keep seeing it and I keep popping up and the, so yeah. the algorithm keeps putting yeah, yeah, it yeah. up. But I don't want anybody to know what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm just going to quote everybody else. Yeah. Then it's their fault if yep. it's heinous. And I've actually quoted some stuff that people have given me a hard time for. And I was I was always like, yeah, take it up with Johnny Depp. You know, take it up with the whoever whoever said it. It's not me. I yeah. just I just I just thought it was cute and repeated it. Yeah. Because you can retweet. Nobody's ever been fired for a retweet <laughs> yet. Uh, well. I mean, there know. is definitely, you know we, what? There's definitely been instances, though, where politicians. Well, where you read something that's horrible. Or you like something. And, and, and it's maybe like from a porn star or something, and you're like, oh, look oh, at this. No. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's. there's no, that, I got into a car accident one time, and I, and I posted on, uh, on Facebook that I got into a car accident just now. And a whole bunch of people liked the comment. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how new it was. Like, people didn't really. They, they thought they were supporting me. Right, right. But they were idiots. Right. So uh, <laughs> I had to stop someone re- recently. Because I needed an ambulance. Kimmy really. from Twitter, who's my favorite Twitter uh, person. She's hilarious. Uh, she's an aspiring writer. Mm. She just she just posts endlessly, mm. and she wrote something like, "I didn't get the job, but this place is awesome." And I'm like, I wrote about. I'm like, do I like this? Yeah. Do I not how, like this? Yeah, how do I how do I even handle? I this? usually go for the wow. No, this I, is on Twitter, so there's no wow. Oh, so there's no. There's wow. just either you so like I would it. Just, I would just type in wow. Yeah, I would just that's a lot more. of effort. That's the whole point of these buttons is to is to minimize effort. Well, you got to make the effort. That's that's what keeps you from getting fired for uh, for making uh, pedophiliac uh, jokes. Uh, look, yeah, making fun of being a pedophile is never good. 
That was no. never when I was a kid. That wasn't good. A long time. I was a kid a long time ago. No, I but I mean, you know what? There's context though. I was I'm sure the there's seventies. The seventies. You don't even know when that is. Like you're, you're like, he's like. She was like black and white pictures from back then. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like, you guys didn't even have a phone back then. So we knew not to make certain jokes. There's certain things that are just never going to be funny. Right. So in this context, fair is fair. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You made a mistake. You made some horrible statements. Yep. You get fired. Yep. It's it's it sucks because I like what he's done. I like his work. Yep. I like him. Yep. I like his presence. I like his. I like everything he's ever said. Yeah. Except for those tweets, and so it's too bad. Yeah. But you know, I don't want Roseanne back, so I guess we can't have James Gunn back. Right. Where does where does Guardians go from now? Like where, uh, new where director. Well, oh, but I mean, oh yes, uh, he yeah, did. Yes, he did. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for showing up for the show. It's been a, it's been a lovely show. Clearly, one of our best. Tune in next week for more of my wisdom. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Captain I don't, obvious. I, <laughs> I've been hearing, uh, but I don't even know half of the, the directors are kicking around. Yeah. So, you know, they're probably going to put another SJW kind of type in there. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? Okay, James Gunn though, he never. There was no SJW to his. Oh, there was he was plenty of SJW. No, 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 but not to his films. His films were not no, like. They blatant. technically were. They, they kind of. There was a lot of altruism in the you know the comments about altruism and taking care of everybody and making sure that everybody was on the up and up and you know the the whatever the. That's that's stretching it, dude. I think there's I think there's a definite um, SJW buzz to like something like the Last Jedi. Um, when when the underlying theme was was kind of against people who were against that, I, I feel like. Um, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah against people who were against it. Uh, yes, I was for it before I was against it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, 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 double double on Tantra. <laughs> it was Jack Ryan, by the way, not Jack Reacher. Nice, thank you, Joe. Nice, nice correction. Yeah, I thought so. Well done. We never get things wrong. We're going to do a whole segment. I strangely enough have not read the Jack Ryan books. I read the Hunt for Red October. That was all I read. Okay. But I have read the Jack Reacher books, and now I'm upset. Then we're not going to get uh, a Jack Reacher series. Yeah. Now you've ruined my evening, basically. That's all I aim to do. I do that. But that's my we'll entire get, goal. But maybe Every we'll Wednesday get another night at 8 Tom Cruise uh, Jack How do Reacher I ruin movie? Hassan's e- uh, evening? Well, yeah, I know. I know. You've already you've said that much. Yeah, I it. try. That's actually the whole, like, like uh, well, log line for the show. I'm aware. I'm aware <laughs> it's, of that. It's like our thematic, our thematic center. <laughs> it's um, not, not really that funny. So one of the things, so that was actually the funny thing is, that was the big buzz for Marvel at mm. San Diego. Right. Not anything else they're doing. Is that a problem? Like, is, is that... What, the, the James Gunn thing? No, no, no. That Marvel isn't really getting the kind of... Like, they don't oh, have yeah, the I presence. Don't so. I don't think they're... Marvel, Marvel rules. Marvel is a king. Marvel is absolutely the king. But, okay. It is not Godzilla. Godzilla is not the king of monsters. God, Marvel is the king of monsters. So, I'm, I'm going to use this analogy instead, right? Oh, boy. The NFL was untouchable. Five years, they're printing money five years ago. There's no, like, doesn't matter what they do, doesn't matter what they say. I mean, people are, people, they're bad people, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Untouchable. Until about last year. Now, mind you, there was, uh, you know, uh, systemic things around it. Our country was, uh, was uh, in, in a different place. Our president was, was, was kind of uh, rough, ruffling the feathers of a lot of folks. Um, well, really, no. I know, right? No. That, that, that never happens. Stop. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it. There's also just an excess of parody. Eventually, the thing that people loved so much about it was also kind of killing it because it was kind of like, well, no one's good in this. And everyone's okay. No one's great. There's no dynasty to root for. There's nothing. And all of a sudden, the NBA kind of creeped up. The NBA is the number two sport in the, in the, in the industry right now. Mm. Something that, and, and it's a close number two. It's something that five years ago you would have sat there and go, "Come on, there's nothing like there's." there's I guess the NBA, there's when, NFL. When the NBA players start kneeling, I guess then we'll. You well, know. that's actually already been taken care of. <laughs> that was taken care of in the '90s when Mahmoud Abdul Raouf um, yeah. had a similar yeah. anthem protest, yeah. and they just said, "You know what? That's this is our rule. This is it. Boom, we're done. We're not, we're not even we're not even getting into that. You mm. can protest outside of outside of your place of business. You don't have to protest in your place of business." Well, I, but if that has nothing. Get, to, if you get all the players to unite together and do it, you'll have to shut down the um, the league. So, well, you would just dole out fines. That's what they do. You're fined for it. Um, but anyway, the point being, though, is that 
this something like this was unheard of five years ago. Something like Marvel not displaying a Comic Con this year and not really being there last year. Um, not a huge deal. I get it. They had a big Marvel no. booth. They had it. No, no, it's not. No, it's, it's this is my own reaction to it. I know it's manufactured. You react badly to a lot of things that uh, really require no bad. Reaction I'm to sitting it. there saying, you were upset you know about what? Ant Man because of when it came out. I mean, it's. I you're think not a, I think 100 percent legitimate. I think I am 100 no, percent great, great gauge. gauge. So you don't think there's any way that Marvel's not Marvel going to ever be number one this year? You're you're gonna you're gonna tell me there is no way. Shape or form that Marvel, that DC will ever be a close second to Marvel. I'm sure they will be, but they're not. And you don't think they're going to overtake it at some point? Not this year. No, not this year. So I didn't say it. I used the five year analogy. But for we're a only purpose. talking about this year, right? I'm, I'm sure talking be about back next year. if we look back on certain things and say, gee, I wonder, you know, I wonder where it was that it started That's to That's not how you pose that question to me. But I just did right now. Now you're doing it right now. You are doing it right now. I never now. posed the question. I said, is it a bad thing that DC, that, that Marvel wasn't there? And I say and yes. And I said no. And I say yes because I think I in the long term it's going to end up coming back to them. Because of this year? If, all, it, if all, it repeats year in and year out, that's a different then question. Yes, I think it that's is. a completely different question. And is it bad that they weren't there this year? So okay, so so something that happens. <laughs> Am I wrong? You <laughs> are wrong. You no, are. You're not. absolutely wrong. So you're saying you you're saying a completely different question. I I'm answered the. I, I answered a completely different question, and now you're saying. Okay, that I'm fine. Not so let me rephrase the question. Can it hurt them long term? Sure, it can. All right, man. That's, that doesn't help me. What at all. the heck? What? You're doing this on purpose. No, I'm you not doing this on, on purpose. purpose. I'm saying I think it's a bad thing. I think it's even a bad you thing You think this it's year. a bad thing that they're not there this year, but I'm saying that the, the, the answer to that is they had five movies out this year. Five all or them, four? I don't know. There were a lot. Four movies, yeah. yeah. There, were, there, was, there was Black Panther. There was the, the Infinity War. There was Ant-Man, all of which did unbelievably well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man. I think, I think you want to put Spider-Man... Not in 2018. No, it wasn't in there. So there was a three this, this year. There was Black Panther. Uh-huh. There was Infinity War. Yeah. There was Ant-Man. And if you count Deadpool... No, can't Technically count. speaking. Well, now you technically can because no, Fox is Marvel, Marvel's Fox. Not I yet. Know. I agree. They're I agree. to close the deal. So I agree. It hasn't happened yet. So three movies. And they, and they exploded. Yes. They were unrivaled yes. when they came out. And they have Infinity War Part 4. Yes, which is, part which two, is whatever, promised. Which is going to be huge. Which is promised, uh, along with, and we all know that Infinity War 4, I mean, excuse me, uh, Avengers 4, and Captain Marvel is coming. Yes. We know this. Captain Marvel is one of those, like, I, I'd be surprised if it, if it totally moves the needle. It's not a Black Panther. It's more like an Ant-Man to me. I think it'll be enjoyable. I think people will go. I think it'll be it'll fill it'll fill in the necessary that backstory. Is, that again, is your gauge. I'm I saying we all know that yeah. that is coming. Yeah, we all know that yeah. that, that uh, Avengers Four is going to be ex- it's going to be explosive, right? Because even if it's even if the film itself doesn't deliver, it's going to be a monster just because of the promise of what it could deliver, right? And then whatever other movies are going to be coming out, I don't think you got to worry about it. I don't think they had to worry about it. I think it's a sign of their strength that they didn't show up this year. That they don't even care. It's like, go ahead, man. Go ahead, DC. Show all the stuff you want. You know, show as many trailers as you want. You're not going to even touch us. All right. When we come back, DC had two amazing trailers plus the glass trailer. You pick one, only one that you can go see in theaters between Aquaman, Shazam, and Glass. And uh, we want to know which one out of those three would you absolutely see above the others. I used to work for one of these news websites. I mean, you would basically scour news, find what was just news about that news. Don't most of them just steal news from other sites? Oh, well, you're not stealing. You're quoting. It's much different. Oh, okay. It's much different. All right. I'm going to quote your car after we leave <laughs> this evening. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We were talking about 
was it a big deal that Marvel wasn't there? Was it a big deal that DC was there? And as usual, obviously, I'm correct. Uh, everyone else is wrong. Uh, Joe Mulvey said, what should Marvel have had there? They killed half their characters in the culmination of their summer movie. Again, it's not about this year. I think it's about going forward. Um, yeah, but if they show anything from next year, you'll be, you'll be hamstringing the reveal of how all of those characters get saved in uh, Avengers 4. Yeah, I guess so. So there again. Yeah. Which means I'm right. Tom Hutchinson said the same thing. Marvel has three movies out already this year. Four, if you count Deadpool, they already own the theater experience. Uh, to me, it's it's all about going forward. Again, do I think it's a huge yeah, but deal you're, right you're, now? You're, no. you're a panic starter. You know, you're you're kind of a rebel rouser. You know? It's not a question of just being rebel rouser. Like nobody can revel in the in the you know in the in the glow of of whatever they've but accomplished. If you've seen things, but if you've seen things where you sit there and go, you know what? I've seen Listen, this movie. I know we're about I to get into it, but the two end. the two DC trailers they weren't that great. I don't know. Everyone was talking about them. Shazam that's great. especially. That's, that's wonderful that they were talking Shazam about Shazam especially. Shazam looks like a like a. I totally think Shazam looked terrible. Did you really? Yeah. You're the only one. I did like, not. On I wasn't in personality. Well, the thing is, I'm not a Shazam fan. I'm no, not, I'm not I've never either. Read, I'm not either. But I, I just, just looked at them like, okay, it's big with superpowers. I got you. You know, and I know what you know the story is about. Do you know what's funny, though? Everyone looked at it and go, it's big with superpowers. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, okay. Like, and it didn't look... They had the exact same reaction The thing did. is, it didn't look... It didn't look grandiose to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this kid's got... You know, because look, Captain Marvel is a god. Yeah. Okay? He's yeah. not a superhero. Right. He's not Superman. Right. He's a god. Right. He actually smacks Superman around right. a bunch of times. Okay? So, like, watching it, I'm like, all right, he's, it's kind of funny, but it's, it's almost obvious that he's in a muscle suit. You know, the guy's yes. the guy yes. built. The guy yes. is built. But it's very obvious he's also exactly in a muscle right. suit. Yeah. And it just looked chintzy to me. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it didn't look that great. Now, Aquaman looked great, but... You know, were the, you surprised that Aquaman I looked could, great? I could hear the Who's "Won't Get Fooled Again" while I was watching it. <laughs> they should have they should have put "Won't Get Fooled Again" to the trailer. That would have been awesome. That should have been the soundtrack in it because I'm like, mm, I don't know. Well, I, I wasn't think, Aquaman like one of the best parts of Justice League. Aquaman was great. Jason Momoa was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I've liked him for years. Yeah. Okay, and I think he's due a break, mm-hmm. and I'm very I'm very hopeful for him. I'm very hopeful for the movie. I think. Um, I think just like the Wonder Woman, I think society, the movie-going society, is prepared to cut DC a break. I think they are prepared to like a DC movie. They want to like a DC movie. The same with Wonder Woman. It was in the atmosphere that, okay, we want... Wonder we, Woman was, was more than just wanting to like a DC movie. I mean, that was a cultural... We want in, this in, movie to do well. To in your opinion, to, in my opinion, yeah. in my opinion, people were ready to like to just yeah. give us something <laughs> halfway correct. good, huh? Yeah, yeah, whatever. You, yeah. You're not yeah. wrong. <laughs> you're not right. <laughs> so, no, I'm glad you agree. No, we, we're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna cut that and we're gonna make I'm that a drop. I'm the one who does all the cutting. You're so not I wrong. I don't, I don't think so. It's gonna uh, it's gonna magically fact, materialize in the fact, Sam's that's inbox. Gonna, that's gonna disappear from from the podcast. So anyway, but. Uh, I think I think people are kind of ready to like. All it has to do is be decent, and people are ready to really yeah. give it a give it a, a ride. And then, and strangely enough, um, the fact that he's not like the generic mm-hmm. like blonde haired uh, Aquaman is actually going to go for it. Yes, as just as much as it as as talking about it like we are right now will yeah. go against it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they play that really cool. That is just you know he's a he's a he's a diverse diversity character mm-hmm. that we're not going to talk about. We're not even going to say anything about. That's because he's he's um he's Hawaiian, right? You know, so which they don't need to they don't need makes sense to in this particular case though anyway because well I mean there's there's there's. I mean, not everybody. I mean, there, there are. I don't think there's anybody from Atlantis sitting there being like, "I want representation." No, but there's, there's definitely <laughs> screen, a diversity right? of of characters in Atlantis to the fact that he does look a little more diverse than some of the enemies that they're putting him up against, and that you know, so. Um, James Gallagher had an excellent point right now. Who is a Shazam fan? But then again, aside from diehard comic readers, who was a modern-day fan of Guardians of the Galaxy? And we all know how that turned out. I like him tying together both of our topics tonight. That Understood, was but when I saw the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, I really want to see that. Yeah. I see the trailer for Shazam, and oh, like, you, man, I do kind of want to see not, that. I feel like it's a different... It's, it's, it's hitting a different I know, note. Michael, it's hitting but a you different asked note. me, and I'm giving you my impression. Yes, and I'm telling I you why it's I understand how you feel. And false. Yeah, of course it is. Just like... <laughs> 
like everything you say, but still, I'm correct and everything is fine. Okay. We're going to go forward with that. The other trailer that had people going nuts over was the Glass trailer. Now, for anybody who is uninitiated, Unbreakable came out in 2000, which to me was one of the best superhero movies I never knew I went to go see. Uh, it was one of those movies where you didn't yeah, realize so you were that, watching. In that really slim category of one movie, it yeah. was the best one. You of the didn't one know you were you watching. No, but you didn't want. You went there and you were expecting a mystery, actually, and it turned out to be a superhero film. I actually before get that. superhero films were right. I mean, this is. I actually get that. This is the year two thousand. Um, nineteen ninety nine's uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Was was the best mystery movie that I yeah. didn't know was a mystery right, movie. Right, So I just kind of went in there cold, and by the time I realized, wait a minute, this is a mystery, I hadn't been taking notes, yeah. so I was completely in the dark. Yeah. So yeah, I understand what you're saying. The- I liked Unbreakable when it came out. Yeah. Um, I liked it because it was, you know, everybody made a big stink about it. It was like, whoa. It's not a movie is, I can watch is, over and over again. This is a comic book movie. I lo- this right, is a- right. But when I watched it, I was like, yeah, that- it's not really a great movie, in my opinion. I didn't love it. It was very subdued. It was very mellow. It was very arty. It yeah. was very, like, overtly artistic mm-hmm. over, you know, art over substance. But, but again, think of the context of it, right? In the year 2000, is this three years removed from the Schumacher debacle? Sure, I mean, but I'm, I mean I'm, making an art house superhero I film. I understand that, but I'm thinking about how I thought of it in it's the year 2000 when I saw it in the then. theater. Yeah, it was and, ballsy. Well, it was ballsy, but we didn't know it was ballsy. No. So we can't. That, that, that's not a gauge for how yeah. we felt about it at, at the time, but it was it was it was okay. And Split Split was kind of the same thing because when you watch Split and you realize, wait a minute, this is tying together with uh, with Unbreakable. Yeah, it's it's the it's the sequel to a movie you didn't think you were going to get. Right. You, All you of know, a sudden, you know what's what's even funnier? I actually had. Uh, split sitting on my DVR and I just I got through like the first like 15 minutes and it was very like disturbing and I was like ah, I don't feel like watching a horror movie right now I don't feel like you know just over and over and over again and then in preparation for Comic Con I read the sequel to Unbreakable I'm like what oh. so I like sat down and watched oh, through the whole thing that's, that I know was, and it sucks I didn't realize that it, reveal is pretty strong it that's is a, yeah reveal. I could see why it was a huge reveal and then but hey look at the that end of the day that was Shyamalan at his best that was old school Shyamalan yes. where it was like holy crap like this he, whole he did time it. Yeah. yeah well done so the buzz for Glass hmm. is enormous. The trailer. What did you think of the trailer? It was okay. Is that right? Well, okay. Look, it's. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. It's kind of it. it I, you know, trailers that kind of, um, that kind of uh, reveal all their magic in the first few see- scenes of the trailer, and then makes you decide whether you're. You have to be when the first the first two scenes of the trailer where they're all sitting kind of in that same the insane asylum, and the woman's talking to them about. Um, about superheroes, you know, this age of superheroes or whatever, just kind of allegorical of the, yeah. you know, of, of how the the movie industry has become, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you watch and you're like, okay, I got to sign on right now, mm-hmm. or I sign off, you know. And I'm interested already, but if I wasn't interested, that would that trailer wouldn't have made me interested. I agree with that because look, that is definitely a trailer for people who've seen the first two. Um, it's it's yeah, bringing it people together. Although Sarah Paulson was pretty, yeah, was pretty compelling. Of course, um, but I mean, it's just like okay, I, is this going to be like one of those things where they're insane and they've always like the twist is going to be they they're all none, none well, of them are superheroes. And this is M Night Shyamalan's fault. Uh, like this is what's not, always going to kill him, though, right? Well, I'm, because he's so good at pulling off a twist. No, then, then you kind of look. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking no, know, about. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I know, but yeah, I was the one talking. So okay. anyway, um, what I'm talking about is. They already showed how it all ties together. Right. Whatever, whatever always compels me about a sequel mm-hmm. or whatever is like, okay, how does this tie in with the first one? How well, how well is it married with the first one? How is it going to be? Like, okay, you see, you see Split. Split doesn't show you Bruce Willis's character. Right. So you don't know that ties together with any of them until the very end. Mm-hmm. Right? So you know Glass is part of is part of Unbreakable. Right. Right? But it's supposed to be technically his movie. Yeah. Kind of talking about him in general. So it would have been better just to show more of Sam Jackson. Right. And some of the other stuff that he does and, and make you interested in the Glass character. Yeah. Before you, before you just hit me with... All three of them in an insane asylum, you know, just just you know, just talking to a therapist, yeah. and you already kind of know how it ties together, and it's not. It took a little bit of the interest away from me. I, I'm I'm still interested. I still will see it because I saw the others, and I'm I'm very interested to see how he ties it together. But it took something off of it just to see. We threw this out to the readers on the Facebook page. 
out of those three, and that was the three I think that got the most buzz at Comic Con. At least being there myself, that's exactly what it was. Um, which three do you have to see above the other, the other two? I think I know the your, which your answer. Which one do you have to? see Yeah, like if you can only you only you can only watch one of those three. Which one are you watching? Shazam, Aquaman, or Glass? Oh, it's gonna be Aquaman. It's gonna be Aquaman over yeah. the other two. Mm-hmm. Glass won out in my informal poll on Facebook and on nice. Twitter. People seem to really, really. Good I for think, them. I think also the. <laughs> I love how surly he is. Um, <laughs> I was actually being genuine, but okay. <laughs> Good for those. You're being idiots. genuinely surly. I know. Good for those fools. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick one. I'm going to go with Shazam, actually, and I think the reason being is I Aquaman know, I kind of expect to be what good. What a surprise. <laughs> Shazam seemed to be totally different to me. Glass was, was pretty cool, but at the same time... Shazam looked good. It, yeah. it, looked, like a, it looked like a really interested after school special movie if that was a TV movie I would have been like wow this looks like it's really going to be good but as a, a big budget Hollywood superhero movie yeah. which is another maybe it's a great thing about it because it's not showing us the money shot sure but it didn't show me anything that compelled me to see a Shazam movie what do you guys think uh, chime in on the Facebook feed facebook.com slash secrets of the sire you could only pick one of the three top trailers to go see Aquaman Shazam why or Glass and uh, let us know when we come back. When we come back, I'm going to tell my funny bar story about closing the bar with Van Helsing. Yeah, uh, actor. looking forward to that. It's going to be like a minute long, which is great. And the other trailer that surprisingly got no buzz, but should it have? Clone Wars. <laughs> that might have been the best thing you've ever said, period. <laughs> like on the show. I mean, we're not even talking about like, like your opinions. They're okay. Uh, Segway. Boom. Yeah. That's where the money's made, my man. You know what? Now I'm going to end every sentence with boom. Boom. That's what I do. Exactly. Boom. 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 All right. That's enough. That's old already. This show doesn't work when we agree. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire, talking comics, movies, TV, pop culture, talking of the three buzziest trailers at Comic-Con this year. Which one would you see above all others if you could only pick one? James Gallagher chimed in. Aquaman. Shazam might be amazing, but, but no one asked for it. Joe Mulvey, Glass Easily. He'd also commented on the Facebook uh, profile earlier in the week. Joshua Bostic, also Glass. Glass, I'm telling you, Glass has all these, like... Joshua doesn't know what he's talking about. But they, I'm telling <laughs> you, they have these, these, these people in the woodworks. I, you know what, Glass Glass looks good. It looked like a good movie. It was, better, it was a better trailer, in my opinion, than Shazam. But it wasn't as good as Aquaman. Yeah. Like, Aquaman looks epic. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, I glass, agree with that. Glass I agree looks with like that. it's going to be a nice if he's done white. If it's done right, it's going to be a nice gritty noir superhero. Aquaman also kind of has the benefit of taking us to a world we haven't seen exactly. in the superhero universe yet, yeah, which is under sea, which is underwater. So I mean, there's, there's and I mean, there's such a potential for it to suck. I mean, because, <laughs> because there's going to be people talking underwater. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, it could just look really bad yeah. so easily. Well, no, but apparently his solution is they're just going to talk. He's I not know. Even doing I anything. saw that. I've yeah. seen. You can see it in the trailer, and yeah. you saw some of it in Justice League. Yeah. So no, no. But in Justice League, he actually built an entire bubble around them, so they could talk. Oh. Well. Because talking, you technically, if you're underwater, how do you talk? Well, and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember that. Well, anyway, that's yeah, matter. yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I don't know. But uh, Captain Marvel just ugh, it didn't do anything for me. It so just, it didn't do anything. Shazam, you mean? Not Captain Marvel. Don't confuse the two. You're going to confuse. Ca- the, he is can... Captain Marvel, but Shazam, yes. Yeah, well, he's no longer Captain Marvel. He was originally Captain. They Marvel. They will call him Captain Marvel in the movie, though. No, they're not going to call him Captain Marvel. No, they can't. They Why? can't. It's uh, it, they. They have an understanding with Marvel. They can't do that. So he's just going to be Shazam. Shazam. It's like Kazam with Shaq, only Shazam. Yeah. So there I was. Wow. San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, everybody dig in for this one. This is a good one. Settle and, in, and we, kids. Yeah, this is why I say it to the end, though. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's why everyone who stuck around stuck around. <laughs> I'm in the bar, um, which, okay, for anybody who used to know, the Hyatt Bar very used important to be question. the bar. Very important question. No, Before yeah. the start of yeah, any yeah. story. Yeah. Were you minding your own business? Mm, that's a good question. It's a very important question. So we were, if anybody knows, if anybody knows, like, in... 
Comic-Con lore, there's always like one bar that everyone kind of goes to. Like in Where's World Chicago, it was mm-hmm. like Knuckles and it everyone was, Knuckles, was there and it was yeah. amazing. And it was awesome, right? Yeah, good in times. San Diego, it used to be the Hyatt Bar. The Hyatt Bar used to be the bar. Right, okay. Fans found out that that was the bar. It was actually, I actually uh, spoke to, at the Hyatt Bar, I spoke to Coheed and Cambria lead singer, hmm. uh, Claudio Sanchez, who I went to high school with. We just randomly bumped into each other. I met, you know, tons of creators there. I, t- I met uh, writers from Marvel's Punisher there, just like randomly, like, you know, all the time. That okay. was not the case this year. The Hilton Bar, sorry, sorry, celebrities and stars. The Hilton Bar seemed to be just where it was at spot. this year. I know, I know. Just so. I went with um, with uh, my good friends uh, Chris Simon and uh, Ruth Ann from Geek Chic Promotions, awesome people, and uh, good friends of mine, um, Jordan um, Gelber from uh, Star Baby was also there. It was great. We went to the Aspen party. Uh, Tyler Kirkham and his wife. Name dropper. It was no, it was it was. The Aspen party was awesome because they had wa- they had a waffle truck, which was which was fantastic. They were doing waffles. It was, it was <coughs> tremendous. So we were all like drunk and eating, and eating waffles. waffles. Wow. And decided that's dark. <laughs> okay, we want to keep we want to keep the party going. So so we right. go to the Hilton Bar. Why wouldn't you? So I'm with I'm with <laughs> Rue and I'm with uh, Chris um, from Geek Chic Promotions, and we end up at the Hilton Bar. And who's there at the end of the bar ordering drinks? It's six five Alex Panu. Oh Panu, uh, I can't even pronounce it. Go look it up. He's from Van Helsing. And I look, and I'm kind of like, I know this guy. I know him from the panel that I went to, which our friend Bevan was uh, was moderating. Hmm. And I go, oh, you're. You're Alex from you know I didn't say I didn't see I didn't butcher his name in front yeah, of him. Well, so you're Alex from Van Helsing, you don't right? Do that. He's six foot five. Yeah, so you and he's like, said. yeah, 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 yeah. Turns out Rue knows him from somewhere. I don't know where they know each other, but they, I'm sure they know each other from some sort of comic con. We all start talking, and then a booth opens up, and I quickly grab everyone. I go, let's go to that booth. So he's like, he's like, my man, this was huge. This was great. He's like, I was standing at that bar the whole time. So we end up hanging out. People are coming and going. People are passing by. People start recognizing him and coming over and talking and chatting, whatever. At some point, there's this drunk guy shows up. He's kind of like a young Chris Farley, too. So he's just that's your that's your visual Mm. impression. I see him. I can see him. At this point, it's like 1.30. Last call's already happening. And we're like, oh, my God. And, and I gave... And Last call and I'm telling you, there, was, though, there was this look that we gave each other, like, what is this guy going to do? We just thought he was some drunk fan. Turns out he's like a multi-million dollar producer. They know each other. They start, they start talking. They're like, blah, 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 blah. I do this. Yeah. Oh, you do this? Yeah. Yeah, we're having this cruise in Vancouver. You want to come to this cruise in Vancouver? We film in Vancouver. They're trading numbers. They're BFFs. They, they all walk away. They're like, they're like BFFs at that point. Alex looks at me and he goes... That could have been a lot of. That could have been really bad. I go, yeah, I saw the same thing. <laughs> but instead, it turned out he ended up getting his next gig, you're, like you're right he- there. Your head's going crazy with all the all the negative possibilities that that could have posed. And right? he looks at me and he goes, "You're right, Mike." <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the night. He goes, "You're a good guy." It's been a lot of fun. Set him up with a, with his multi million dollar. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I did. I did yeah, nothing. Yeah, you I got us the that. booth. What did you get I out of that? I got though? us the booth. I got a bill. <laughs> I ended up paying the tab, which wasn't as bad as you might think it was. Really? We're going to try to get him on the Shouldn't show. Shouldn't have paid anything. I, it was a multi-million dollar show, Chris Farley there. If he comes on the show, I will get his name right. All right. We do this every week. We do this every week. Uh, we go spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. F Batman. Hmm. One of the trailers that debuted at San Diego Comic-Con but did not get a significant amount of buzz. In fact, it wasn't until... Another DC trailer. Yeah, until Fabian Nicieza posted it online. I didn't even know it happened. It happened on Thursday. Um, T- uh, Teen Titans is, is, uh, is being brought to very TV just as Titans, and it features... Uh, a very not to be confused with Teen Titans Go, right? Which, which is, is on a, TV. which is an anim- and, which and is a movie too yeah. this this year, and it's strictly made for mm-hmm. children. Uh, it has a very adult looking Dick Grayson mm. uh, in the Robin costume, full costume, mm. um, and the opening of the trailer is he emer- he he comes down and how on, is it a on TV a, show if he's saying yeah, if it's I'll on the stream that, service, it's on the streaming right? service, the DC Universe streaming service. They come down. He drops down on all the on all the villains. Beats up a whole bunch of folks. Someone says, where's Batman? And he yells, bing, Batman, <laughs> in all of its full F-word glory. And that's supposed to make it gritty. And Talk and about misreading it. Talk isn't about it, a, mis, a misfire of clever, cool grittiness, you know, of, what, what would you call it? Subversion, right? Yeah. That's everybody's favorite word. Yeah. 
It's a subverting expectation. So you didn't expect him to say... Now, it, it tracks with Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson, at a point, was a very had a very F Batman kind of uh, state of mind. Yeah. Um, when he when he first left yeah. which was to, to become Nightwing. So, I mean, they, they fell out. They didn't have a good... Their relationship kind of fell apart. So it kind of makes sense... But no, Dick Grayson would never be like F Batman to criminals. No, he'd never, yeah. he'd never be. He's, he'd be deferential about Batman in front of the enemy, the quote unquote. Yeah, enemy. he also. Yeah, I mean. So that no. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it's one of those. And things. it's a father figure thing. You're not going to say F my father to to people who you don't like. Right. You know, you might say that to friends that might be that might come up in a friendly conversation, and that in in that only when you're being candid. Undrunk, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't say that to the, somebody you're punching in the face. It's yeah. not. That's not. Yeah. And yeah. and it didn't go over well. Well, I mean, to the point where we I honestly didn't even know it happened. I mean, we literally were. That's were, what I'm saying. It didn't go. I, it didn't. It made no traction. It made Clone no Wars. Way. On the other hand, made tell a us lot about of Clone Wars. It's uh, fantastic. It's Clone Wars. Is, <laughs> Clone Wars is coming back. It was canceled back in uh, 2015. I think in 2014, 2015. Um, it, had, it was. They were in halfway in production of season six for the Clone Wars, and they had to stop in mid-production because Disney canceled it for the for them to develop uh, Star Wars Rebels in preparation for uh, Episode Seven which was going to be uh, right. uh, more adhering to the original trilogy and the motif of the original trilogy. So it was kind of unceremoniously treated. It was canceled. Mm-hmm. It didn't really get a chance to finish itself out. Um, there was a big campaign, Save the Clone Wars, and you know it just didn't get any traction now because probably all the, the backlash from The Last Jedi and, and, and Solo, Disney's like, you know, Give the fans back the Clone Wars. Dave Filoni is doing it. Mm-hmm. It's called Clone Wars Saved. It's going to be 12 more episodes, I think, for a seventh season of Clone Wars that should close everything out. And the fans who are in that camp went absolutely crazy for it. And I experienced the craziness that they went for it all the way here in New York. <laughs> so I know it kind of went, went a little Actually, nuts. Actually, no, there was somebody. I, yeah, I was, I was hanging out at the uh, Wired Cafe mm-hmm. on Friday and... We were just talking about all this other stuff, and someone just like, "Yeah, they're bringing back Clone Wars." Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, it's right, gonna be so. it's a big deal. And the trailer's fantastic for that. It was fantastic. It was way better than Shazam. We had a tremendous, tremendous show tonight. We covered a lot of ground. Next week, I'm be doing this thing solo, aren't I? Yeah, sadly, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll try right. to. I'll try to call you. I'll. I'll, I'll peek my. Maybe. Head. Maybe we won't answer the phone. Maybe you won't. Maybe Maybe they'll they'll tell me everything I need to know as to whether I should come back the week after. It's a good thing we got Francois, the drummer from Young the Giant, uh, who's going to be gracing us with his presence. He's going to talk to us about his pop culture, um, must-haves, and must-watches while he's on the road touring. Like a really successful person as opposed to us. Yes. (laughs) This has been Secrets of the Sire. 